Minnesota, home of the Vikings, who are off to a 5-1 and one start. Uh, that game on Sunday, here to give us a look at the Vikings on Thursday. Uh, color commentator for the Vikings on their radio network, Pete Bursich, joins us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Pete, thanks for making time for us this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. And, you know, you, you mentioned that number, but what's interesting is the home team has won eight in a row and 12 of the last 13 matchups. So I was trying to remember the last time the Vikings won in Arizona, and it ha- it must be at Sun Devil Stadium, and it probably was back when I was playing. It's an odd stat uh, for this matchup, for sure. It is. And I went back, Pete, and I looked at the, the game in 1977. Fran Tarkenton was still the quarterback for the Vikings the last time the Cardinals won there. <laughs> That's like two or three oh stadiums God. ago. That's, that's um, yeah, how many? Well, it, you know, I'm in Chicago right now. I'm heading up to Racine, Wisconsin later today to do some uh, exploring of the original home of the Cardinals, right? Nice. The Racine, Wisconsin Cardinals oh. when this whole thing started. So it's pretty amazing. I'm, you know, I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying it's amazing how long man. the Cardinals have been around and what that team is all about. It's, it's pretty awesome. All right, let's uh, let's get to the bottom of what the Vikings have cooking this year. Five and one, surprising some people. Um, some people thought maybe uh, a new voice replacing Mike Zimmer was going to have this kind of effect. How good are they for a five one five and one football team? Um, yeah, I, well, I, they're they're finding ways to win. Let's just put it that way. Um, and I don't mean they're you know they're like cardiac kids in that respect. Um, but it has been. I mean, you you look at the, the Vikings team from a year ago and how many games. You know, especially for example, the game we played in Arizona where you miss it by a last second field goal. Mm-hmm. But we set a record for you know one score wins or losses. Excuse me, last year I believe there were seven or eight of them. Um, so there was something missing, right? There's just something missing. And, um, you know, Kevin O'Connell and, you know, his group, I think, have, have sparked some of those things, brought them back. We're seeing an offense. Um, you look at Kirk Cousins and with Cousins, um, because I get asked about him all the time, especially on the East Coast where they, you know, where they can't stand him or, or you know, they, they've seen him with Washington and, and, you know, everything else they have an opinion of him. It's his completion percentage. I mean, that's the number for Kirk Cousins that tells you, what's going on with him. And right now that completion percentage is not, it's not, he came here as a 71% completion guy. Um, last year he was at like 68 and this year he's, he's in the lower sixties. And I think the difference with that is, is he's this year is that he's learning this offense. They are giving him a lot more to handle offensively from pre-snap to the ability to put team and put the you know change some things, his involvement in this offense is not merely execution like it's been for the last four years. Mm-hmm. He's more heavily involved in so many different areas, and I think there's some there's some growing pains with that, right? There's some there's some you know learning there's a learning curve with that, and so at, even though this team is five and one, there's a lot of learning going on, especially off, you know offensively and defensively. So. Um, Fingers crossed, and we still have some potential, uh, or in, you know, to play better. Even though we are five and one right now, I think that's that's kind of the hope uh, internally. And um, you know, we're going to keep we're going to keep rolling. But um, 
we're excited to, you know, we're, we're, it's definitely a different atmosphere. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, Pete Bursich, uh, radio analyst for the uh, Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Growing pains for a quarterback can be helped a lot when you got a lot of weapons around you. Know, Kirk Cousins certainly is blessed with that, with Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. But Justin Jefferson, as a young receiver, has been nearly unstoppable, putting up good numbers again uh, this year. Uh, is it your belief, Pete, that you know, he's the premier receiver in all of football right now? He's one of them. I mean, there's he's, um, you know, I, I believe, <clears throat> and I'm and I'm the only reason why I'm not coming out and saying yes um, is that he's faced some challenges. I think over the last couple of weeks, some things that teams have done to him um, that are different, and he's you know it slowed him down a little bit. Um, Right now, you know, I think he's learning a lot about how to, you know, how to how to overcome those things. And what I'm talking about is press, you know, rolled up people pressing them, jamming at the line of scrimmage, and then keeping safeties over the top. We're seeing teams change, change. You know, when I when I was playing, I played with Randy Moss, and then um, while I was coaching with the Vikings, Randy was still there. And I remember talking to Scott Linehan, our offensive coordinator, and he's like, "We, we you know, watching film because you, you know, you watch the defense that you're going to play. You know, three weeks, you get all the reports, you do all the digging, and all that. It was almost worthless because teams did so much to change what they, they just all their tendencies and all that didn't matter because they were going to do something different to try to slow down Randy. And we're starting to see, I think, a little bit of that with with uh, Justin Jefferson. And all I know is that teams that do not press him, or if they try to play off coverage, you you, you can't let you can't turn that young man loose at the line of scrimmage. You just can't. He's yeah. too fast. He's too good. He's too quick. Has too big of a catch radius. Um, you've got to have somebody in his hip pocket all the time if you want to slow him down. So in that respect, yes, he's one of the best in the league. Interesting. All right, on the other side, so DeAndre Hopkins comes back to the Cardinal offense, and finally the offense looks like, I don't know, a real coherent NFL offense. And and so this is week two of that. What is the state of Minnesota's defense, primarily their secondary? Because the Saints were so banged up, they didn't have a lot they could do to defend the Cardinals. Yeah, and, and you, you know, Patrick Peterson, you guys are familiar with Patrick, and, and you know what he's all about. Um, and so he'll he'll be one of our uh, one of our cornerbacks. The other guy, Cameron Dantzler, is a guy who we drew, we found in about the third round. Uh, I don't believe Cameron ran a, ever ran a forty uh, for scouts. There was there, he slipped in the draft. He's a very athletic player, um, can be very very good, and he's made some big plays. He had a fumble. You know, he, he forced a fumble right at the end of the game against uh, Amir Smith Marset against the Bears to you know put that one away. Um, and he's playing better. He's, he's he's been on the field, off the field. He was benched under Zimmer. He was in the locker room tweeting about it. Not very happy. It's like okay, you know, now you get your chance you know to get out there and play. And so I think he's grown up quite a bit. I think uh, you know he's matured a little bit, and he's been playing better and better every single week. And he's been staying on the field. So um, you know, I think um, I think Cameron Dantzler might be a bit of a difference maker. Um, Cameron Bynum, who is our other safety, is, is uh, doing a great job and doing a good job as well. So, you know, there's some – we have – the only guys that you saw last year were Patrick Peterson and Harrison Smith. The other three guys that we have, you know, out there most of the time are, are new. So our defense, our secondary, 
is is, is going to be a little bit different than you saw a year ago. Uh, keeping the focus on Patrick Peterson, Pete, uh, you know, he, had, he was a player here in Arizona that after that PED suspension came back, wasn't really the same player, really dipped that next year. And I didn't watch a ton of Vikings football last year, but you know, I got friends that are Vikings fans that are like, eh, he's lost a step. But all appearances are this year, he's kind of elevated his game in year two in Minnesota. Is that an accurate uh, description of what you've seen from Patrick Peterson? Yeah, I think, I mean, he's play, He he's coming off the best game we've seen him play in quite some time against the Miami Dolphins. Now, um, you know, he had an interception. He should have had another one. That was a pick six. But you have to understand the quarterback situation, you know, in in, in, in Miami with Tua being out. Um, and then, you know, end up, Teddy Bridgewater ends up having to play. So you're not facing an offense that's, you know, fired on all cylinders, so to speak. But he's he's a very very smart player, and I think the way Ed Donatell uses him, and, and and you know, so much of what Ed Donatell does is just gives a shell type of a look, and then tries to give you or does give you all different types of coverages out of that same look. That plays into Patrick Peterson being such a veteran. You know, you're not just going to line him up and say. All right, you know, you got this guy man to man wherever he goes and just, you know, jam the hell out of him and chase him down. And, you know, he's not, he's not, he's 30 some years old, right? He can't do that anymore. Um, but we had Terrence Newman here who was almost 40, for God's sake. And he was, he was making plays just because he's so damn smart. And, you know, Peterson is, I think, in a system now with Donatello that allows him some of that mobility and freedom to disguise and do those things and be a little more cagey and, Meaning that it plays more into you know him as a veteran. Um, you know, does he get turned around a little bit? Does he get opposition every once in a while? Yeah, of course he does. But um, yeah, is he, can he run like he used to? Absolutely not. But he's 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 still a very very good cornerback. Yeah. Pete, great stuff, man. Thanks Thank for you, man. Uh, joining us. Really appreciate the insight. Enjoy Racine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. I'm gonna go check out the nuclear plant you know, and uh, go from there. <laughs>